And just as you're sitting, begin to orient your attention into your body, into your posture. You're sitting in the chair, checking to be sure that both feet are on the floor, creating a kind of tripod for your body, hands on your lap, sitting on the bench. Uh, again, a sense of a tripod, both knees down, the buttocks on the bench back relatively upright. If you're sitting on the cushion, feeling the both knees, legs on the cushion, buttocks, three points, back relatively upright. Feeling and sensing your body. Letting your breath be natural and at ease. If you notice any areas of tightness or tension, Let the breath begin to breathe into those areas. Feeling the warmth of your breath. There's warm and kind attention. Breathing, softening, grounding. Perhaps beginning to feel this, the kindness, the loving quality that's coming through the attention itself. Just by turning inward now, there's a compassionate expression to be present with your experience just as it is. We're going to draw on the emotional warmth of the heart by bringing our attention to someone Someone who you know who is in some emotional pain or suffering, either physical, mental, or emotional. And let yourself bring the image or the sense of this person to mind now. bringing them as near as feels comfortable. A 
a real person who you know in your life. Who's experiencing some degree of suffering or pain. And allow yourself to actually feel their suffering. See if you can allow this in. Being aware of their difficulties and their sorrow. And as you allow this in, continuing to breathe, breathing gently, being aware of what's happening around your heart. Notice what your response is as you let this in. And we're going to bring, we're going to repeat some phrases directing our wish towards them. Finding one phrase, one simple phrase. And as you hold them in your heart, say to this person, May you be free from your pain and sorrow. May you be free from your pain and sorrow. Or you may want to just say, may you be free of your suffering. Try on the words and see if you can connect with the meaning of the words as you direct them towards this person. Feeling and sensing into your care for this person. You might say, I care about your suffering. Or may your suffering be eased. Repeating the words. Just letting your heart be touched. 
Noticing what happens as you direct your compassion to this person. If you notice that your attention is slipping off, just very gently bringing your attention back to the phrases. May you be free of your suffering. Continuing to breathe softly. You may find, too, that you just want to hold the image of this person in your heart. And there's a feeling tone of compassion towards this person that is wordless. Holding this person in your heart. May you find peace. May you find ease. May you be free of suffering. And when you feel ready, you can let the image of this person go. Sensing into the warmth of your own heart. As you breathe, connecting, sensing what's here. And I'd like you now to turn the compassion towards yourself. Holding yourself within your own heart. And finding the words that resonate for you in this compassionate expression.
May I be free of my pain and sorrow. May I find peace. May I find ease. May I be free of pain. Or you may want to say to yourself, I care about my pain. I care about my suffering. Let your heart be touched by your own sensitivity. Repeating the words again and again, very softly, very tenderly. May I find peace. Breathing, seeing if you can stay connected and present with yourself. If your mind slips off, very gently coming back to the words. May I be free of pain. May I be free of sorrow. May I find peace.
take another moment to And letting go of the words, letting go of the visualization. Just sensing into your experience, feeling your heart, the area around your heart. Relaxing any areas of tension. I'd like to invite you to bring to mind a friend, someone, another person who you'd like to extend this compassion to. Someone who may not be in much distress or someone who may be is bringing another person to mind. and sending compassion to this person, finding a phrase, connecting with their pain, and wishing for that pain to be alleviated. May you be free of your suffering. May you find peace. Holding this person in your heart. or saying, I care about your suffering.
If at any point you find that it's too much to hold the other person, then just turn the compassion back to yourself. Just being very quiet and gentle with yourself. May I be at ease. May I find peace. Not forcing, not trying. It's a soft recognition of the dukkha that we all face. Just taking another moment or two, and when you feel ready, coming back into the silence, sensing and feeling your heart. I'd like to invite you to allow the compassion to extend all around you in all directions, to both sides, front and back, above and below, just like the light of a candle flame radiating outward. Let the compassion radiate in all directions, touching everyone here in the room with the warmth of your compassion, embracing each one, wishing for each one to be free of their pain and sorrow. to find peace and ease. 
Allowing the boundary of our self to begin to dissolve. Where we feel the universality of the dukkha that we're all experiencing in our human condition. Because we have a mind, because we're in a body, and letting our compassion extend even further to all the other people on the land and the other living beings, creatures, to all those who are in their month-long retreat up on top of the hill, who are walking a noble path through doing intensive practice. May each one be free of their pain and sorrow, find peace and ease. all the creatures, all the living beings on the land. And extending our compassion beyond as far as we can in a boundless way Letting our compassion touch all beings everywhere, including all those that we love and feel close to. Let the warmth of our heart touch each one, wishing for their pain to be alleviated. And to those beings that we don't know, those who are in suffering states, and those who are in happy states. And even to our enemies, those that we consider our enemies, that we have difficulty with, may they too be alleviated from their pain. To all beings, all living beings, all animals and all creatures, may all beings be free of suffering. May all beings be free of pain and sorrow. May all beings know the deepest peace May all beings be at ease.
Letting yourself feel your heart. Whatever is here. In the most compassionate way that you can. So this is called Walking the Noble Path. (laughs) Embracing Embracing the dukkha is what makes this noble. That is what makes it noble. So any comments? How was it? Any questions? Not an easy thing, you know, particularly at night. After a long day, you know, some of you are probably tired to keep your... It requires a certain amount of concentration. So to do this kind of practice is a concentration practice. It's different than vipassana. It's different than insight practice where we just, the mind is open, paying attention to the changing nature of experience without the concepts. But when we bring in conceptual practice, when we're actually using words, we're keeping our mind concentrated on the words and someone said once that doing this kind of practice where we, it's like using a mantra, where we're actually repeating words over and over. It's like when you uh, type in a web address and it takes you to a site. It's the same thing with the Brahma Bihara practice. You're like typing in a web address, you know, by saying the words of the mantras and you're, you're, you're taken to that portal. And in this case, it's the portal of compassion. It's the same, kind of almost like exactly the same. So the more that you're able to keep your attention there, you actually get the transmission of that particular portal. So in this case, we're doing compassion. You know, we're, we're, we're transmitting, we're bringing in that particular energy field. Not an easy thing to do because it does require the awareness. It requires the, in- the attention and the intention to stay there to get the, tra- the transmission of the energy field. So, not surprising if the mind slips off, if you're not able to attend to it. It's very, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not easy work. So how did you do, by the way? <laughs> how did it go? And maybe we'll do, we'll, we'll, use the, we'll use the mic just to hear anything at all, you know, even if you found it, found it difficult or you know, anything you might want to share about it. Yes, in the back there. Mm-hmm. Hmm? You're always in the back. <laughs> Have compassion. <laughs> Over here. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sharda. Hi. I'm Yanni. Hi. Um, I find this practice really interesting. Um, it's kind of hard to, I guess, imagine the, that person that you're trying to give compassion to. So, but then when I really, just like what you said, when I concentrate on your words, then I can really bring 
myself into that particular um, energy field. Mm -hmm. Then, so once I get it going, and then when the switch comes back again, it's hard to let go of that first person and I go, oh no, <laughs> no, I have to switch. But then once you've, for me, once I get into that groove, it's kind of hard to say, but then I also kind of nodded there. <laughs> It's been a long day, so it's. I find it, I think, a little bit more difficult than Vipassana because I really have to pay attention yeah. to the words. <laughs> you really have to pay attention. You. Mm -hmm. But then at the same <laughs> token, I think I probably only lost myself once. Wearing in Vipassana, I kind of, because I, I think I'm very comfortable with it, you know? So I kind of just like, whoa get myself lost there and then all of a sudden I kind of like it feels like a half a day when <laughs> I nod <laughs> but since I can li hear your words it's yeah. easier for me to follow and get back into exactly, things yeah. it's like a prompt it yes. prompts you rather than having to rely on your own uh, attention correct yeah well it sounds like you did really well with it actually and you know the thing with this uh, with a guided compassion practice is that you know I am encouraging you to move on mm. mostly to uh, have experience with different people and see what kinds of responses you get with different people but generally if you're doing it on your own you certainly wouldn't need to mm. you know and you can just keep the momentum um, so much of this practice has to do with momentum mm -hmm. you know mm. get you know get building up the energy mm. Uh, so that you can stay with it. That's really how concentration works. It, it gets going, you know. Yes. <laughs> it's interesting too because when you switch the, to the person, sometimes that aversion. I even notice that. Oh, really? Do I need to <laughs> to do that? Mm -hmm. Seriously. Uh -huh. But then the prompting really helps. So thank yeah, you. Good. Yeah. No. And, and you know, a lot of awareness there. You really were attending to what was happening in your experience. Yeah. Good. And sometimes, too, you know, you don't need, you know, you don't always have to listen to the teacher. <laughs> you just do what you want to do. <laughs> That's okay, too, sometimes. You know, if you have some momentum going and you want to stay where you are, it's fine to do that, too. You know, yeah, because sometimes, it, you know, we need, it's like, it's like putting a, 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 a pot on the stove, and like a stew or something, you know, it needs time to cook. And it's cooking, and, and then the flavors start getting more interesting. So it can be the same with this, you know, as you deepen and deepen and deepen. And some, we're all, we're, we all go at different rhythms, and we have different, different uh, needs for how long we need to stay with something before it cooks. Mm. So, f so you can experiment with it this week, too. I, I really want to encourage people to do this practice this week. We, and um, just to say, too, on the, in the homework, you may have noticed that there, the phrases, the compassion phrases are in the homework. So there's a variety of phrases that you can play with or you can devise your own. Um, and then you can replace the word suffering. Some people don't really like the word suffering. And you can just replace it with um, something maybe more specific like sadness or fear. You know, may, you, uh, may your fear be eased or may your illness be um, healed or, you know, just different ways that you can be very creative with the, with the way the, that you're using the words. And you can also, uh, when you're actually confronted with something, it might be some news on the TV or it might be, you know, something, a conversation you're having with somebody about somebody who uh, is having difficulty, 
You can just even just let yourself go into a wordless place. Just feel, let yourself feel what's happening in response to hearing the information. So it's really bringing your attention to the area of your heart. It seems like there is a physical location to where we can feel this particular emotion. It does seem to be around the heart area. (coughs) It's not the physical heart, but that's where the whole um, science of the chakras come in. You know, it's more the energy, the heart chakra. Seems that there's a, a lot that happens in that area. So we can start to feel that and be sensitive to that as you, as you open to uh, the, 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 the painful element of life. What, el- what else happened for you? How, how was this? Anybody? Over, um, one actually, here yes, and then uh, over here. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I'm Caroline. Hi. Um, I may have made a, um, an unwise choice in the person I chose. Um, because what kept coming up for me, um, as I, w- I, I loved that you were guiding us. Um, I've done some meta practice before, but this, with your guidance, um, I help, it, it helped me very much. I'm very orally um, oriented. So um, I was really struggling bec- uh, because in the past, um, I've made an attempt in writing with this individual to... Uh, I hope I hope you feel better soon. Uh, it's around anger, a very angry person about everything, not just me, but with others. And so I hope you can find a place of peace and so forth. And um, it, it's always been thrown back in my face very in a very nasty way. And somehow I feel I have to persist in blessing this person. So what came up for me as I was doing this was what the hell are you trying to do this for? She's not going to change. It's not going to make a damn bit of difference to her. <laughs> and, and all of this, this chatter arose. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and when you, but it really was helpful when you said to turn the compassion on myself. Because I, I, I keep, it, what it feels like is I'm trying to, to put my hand in the dragon's mouth mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And bless me for trying. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't need to keep getting burned. I don't know why I persist. So um, yeah. it was quite enlightening from that point of view for me. Thank you. Yes, yes. No, that's beautiful what you're sharing. And, you know, but I hear that um, in some ways the, there's a place for the persistence also, isn't there? I mean, even though you're putting your hands in the dragon's mouth, um, you you there's a place you want your heart to be able to be balanced and, and equanimous in the face of this and be able to be open and see, the, really understand the suffering that this person is going through. So there's, there's something valuable in that too, but I'm really happy that you turn the compassion back to yourself. Because hmm? there's, there's resistance, right? There's resistance there to opening in that way. So it sounds like good work, really good work. Thank you. Yeah. I wanted to speak to two things that you mentioned, um, softening and also coming back to um, not judging yourself, but you had said it in terms of like letting go of the narrator. So what I kept finding is that I just kept holding this person um, in their suffering and my, my own practice was softening because of what you had mentioned earlier about softening the boundaries of the self and whatnot. And and the non-clinging and the non-attachment. And for me, that was, that was it. Like, I, you would say something, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's good. And I'd be like, what'd she say? And I just was, I went back to, oh, 
I don't need to know, and I'm a data tracker. That's I'm very analytic in my thinking and in my work. And um, I was like, that's okay, let it go. You don't need to track everything that you know this voice is saying. So for me, the practice was momentum, staying with it, and the softening, and then the turning of compassion to myself when it just got so much. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I'm so glad that, that peace is coming through with it. At any point, just turning the compassion back. It, you know, at any point, no matter what's happening, just turning that compassion back. It's like you hit your limit. You know, you just hit your limit of your, your, your uh, capacity to open. And that need the tremendous amount of cap- compassion for ourselves that we have our limit, we, we, we hit our limitation. Because I, I know for years I struggled with, I had so much judgment that I had limitation. I didn't, I didn't want to perceive myself as somebody who was limited. <laughs> and, you know, just, and just working with the compassion around that, I am human, I am a human. Just like everyone else, I have limitation. And then that's really what allows for the more opening, right? It's a catch-22 there. Beautiful, thank you. Yeah, I'm really, really pleased that, that, I mean, that seems like such a key piece tonight. Maybe just one more in the back, and then uh, we'll, we'll end. If you could put your hand up so he knows. Okay. Hi, my name is Bridget. Hi. Um, I, I chose my father uh, at the very beginning in terms of who to be compassionate for, someone who I've felt very disconnected to and have had a lot of anger for, um, particularly around the death of my mother. Mm. And I zoned in on his suffering around the loss of his wife, my mother. Yes. And I, I mean, I was imagining what it must be like for him to live in an empty house and alone. And I, I even went so far as the opening of the dishwasher, the washing machine room and the, the sound, maybe when the housekeeper would make it and him thinking it was her and like familiar sounds that he's reminded by her, the loss of her on a daily basis. And I, I, I started to just well up and I teared and I, I and then I thought, is this my own suffering? And is this his suffering? I'm in his suffering. And, mm-hmm. and I, at that moment, you know, whether it was his suffering or my suffering, I got the experience that there is suffering. <laughs> it, there was no delineation between his or mine. I was like, is it his grief or my grief? And, and, mm-hmm. and the, back here several weeks ago when we had the, um, the bells, or maybe it was the last semester, and I, I, I went into this grief because one of the bells sounded like the bell of my grandmother's house when I was a kid. And so in this suffering, um, these meditations just take me to this, this release of this grief that is mm. is quite beautiful. It's not, mm. it's not painful yeah. at all. Beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's usually in the back of this room somewhere, <laughs> um, guided. But I, I really got the distinction between, you know, even the question I was asking: Is it his suffering or is it my suffering? Yes. <laughs> you know, it was it was indistinguishable Beautiful. in that moment. Yes, that's the dissolving of the boundaries, the dissolving of the separation. Just and it's just then it's just love. It's 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 not as you say it's not even suffering anymore. It's just love. Go right into the heart, the warmth and the heart of that love, and it's just universal. 
everywhere. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's such a nice, it's a beautiful place to end the evening. Thank you. So, great to be with you tonight. Thank you again for participating, sharing yourselves, and coming and committing to this noble path that we're walking together. And um, see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, no, the, yeah, the couple of weeks. And then Mark will be here next week. And um, what are you doing next week? <laughs> what? Effort. Okay, so next week we'll start the, the meditation basket. So uh, finish the uh, sila. This was the sila. And then compassion. And then we'll start the meditation portion next week. So enjoy. Have a good week. We'll see you soon. Good night. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.